All right, guys, that's it. It is the end of day 30. 30 days, no nicotine. I'd say at this point, it's looking like you're going to be smoke-free 720 hours in. That's a total of 43,200 minutes and 2,592,000 seconds. At this point, you should be pretty confident in your ability to continue to quit. But I will be honest with you, the first time that I quit long term, uh, it, it, I didn't feel good until probably the end of the second month where I really felt confident about it. I didn't really think about it anymore. I wasn't looking at other people smoking going, oh, you know, it'd be kind of nice if I wasn't quitting and I, I could just say whatever it takes a little bit more time so you do need to hang in there but for me to try and stretch this into a 60-day experience well that would be pretty rough you you have an option you can be the person that records an audio log for day 31 to day 60 and build off of what we created here Uh, or you can re-listen to this uh, or you can do something else to reward yourself at the end of each day like read a book um, maybe a book about quitting smoking maybe the book I mentioned earlier in the podcast Wade the Peaceful Warrior uh, you, you want to do something with your free time obviously but you also want to do something kind of as a reward or something special that you're adding to your life each day and that's that's something I want to impart in you now going back to what I promised you guys if we hit the thousand hour mark which again wasn't going to be within the limitations of this 30 day experience I was going to tell you about that dream I had and when you when you quit smoking if you've made it thus far you probably know this firsthand already you could have some pretty weird dreams when your body's withdrawing from nicotine and I imagine it's that way for other substances as well but uh, I had a dream and it had to do with the Nirvana album cover of the album Nevermind now full disclosure I'm not really a Nirvana fan I couldn't tell you much about the band Um, I know Dave Grohl Uh, was in the band and I know Kurt Cobain was in the band I couldn't name any of the other members Uh, I really couldn't name very many other songs I bet you if I sat back and really had to think hard about it uh, I could I could name a few but mainly the big songs were the ones that I was familiar with and uh, so it's that's what makes it even more so strange is I haven't really seen this album cover all that many times anyways I had a dream that a bunch of businessmen uh, were getting humans as babies and throwing them into water to have them sink or swim while chasing after money and the idea was to have money dangling in front of their face and that, you know, either they'd have the fight for it or they didn't. 
and that would determine whether or not those babies would be adequate workers, kind of like worker drones that will constantly chase after a dollar. A dollar's not enough for much of anything in this world. And you know, in the 90s, and you always hear older generations say back in the day, you could have bought this, this, and this, a candy for a nickel, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, things were cheaper, and inflation does happen, but a dollar still wasn't a whole lot. And it, it was almost like your your life depended on that dollar. Um, <clears throat> and I woke up thinking, you know, that's, that's super weird. It reminds me of that album cover. I don't know if I had seen it in the days leading up to that dream or it, if Nirvana had been playing I, I don't even know but I did go back and do some research about the album cover and learned a little bit more about that particular album and it was pretty interesting it was actually the first uh, album that Dave Grohl was uh, featured in the band I didn't know he was an original member uh, another fun fact is uh, that album was the album that replaced Michael Jackson's Dangerous album at number one. Now you got to remember, Michael Jackson's Dangerous album had uh, a bunch of huge hits from him. It had Jam, so the one with the music video with Michael Jordan and them playing basketball. That was a massive success. It had uh, Remember the Time, the music video with Eddie Murphy and uh, oh god um, Magic Johnson was in it and ooh, I'm going to have my assistant look up who the model was in that video I keep forgetting I don't know if that was Tyra Banks or if it was somebody else I'm going to go with Tyra Banks for right now but if I'm if I'm going to be corrected I'll be corrected uh, the album also had Heal the World which was a very very big song for him and it had um, the song from Free Willy soundtrack. Uh, what was that? I think it was called Will You Be There? Or something of that, that extent. Uh, it was a massive smash album. And not to take away from it, I'm sure that album was on the charts for a very, very long time. But uh, this is the one that knocked it off. So... That's a, a, an interesting fact. Um, there's a bunch of other things in here I, I recommend for an interesting read on history, especially because Nirvana is such a huge staple in music, and Kurt Cobain was such a big influence uh, on music for his time and uh, everything moving forward. Uh, oh, assistant is asking what it was called. It's called Remember the Time. And it's a music video for Michael Jackson. Anyways, I recommend that you go to the Wikipedia and learn a little bit about this particular album. It's, it's fascinating. And I know Wikipedia sometimes can be a rabbit hole for people, but it's a fun one because you walk away learning a little bit more about the world. The album, titled Nevermind, was um, eventually... Sorry, I'm getting pointed out something saying that the queen is an uncredited model well my bad I guess it is not Tyra Banks it is somebody named Iman 
I don't know if there's a first and last name there. Pardon my ignorance for that. I just don't, just didn't know. Uh, she's a beautiful woman, though. Um, anyways, the the title for that album, Nevermind, was going to be called Sheep. <laughs> and I think that's interesting for, if you apply that to, like, the dream that I had. It's kind of like the the worker bees of the world kind of are the sheep. They're the ones that um, go with the flow, and they're kept pass- passive, and they're kept complacent, and it's kind of all of us, uh, in a way, that you either are or you aren't, and if you, if you are, you're playing by the system's rules, and you have to work for a living. If you aren't, you're most likely running the system, and one of the main purposes behind Quit Rich is to disrupt that process and think of a different way of life outside of this system that we have been in in society. Um, so I, I just thought that was really, really neat. And I, I don't know if that's something that's going to make you guys feel let down or not. But at one point in time, I hope that I can do a TED Talk using that album cover as an example. The more I thought about that dream, the more it opened just a lot of conversation. And I don't know if that's similar to the intentions they were trying to achieve or not. Uh, But (laughs) just looking at the artwork on the back and all the random things in there and how he... Kurt Cobain randomly threw together song bits and lyrics uh, together as a poem. He was kind of impulsive. He was like an impulsive creative. And uh, I I feel like I can relate to him in a lot of ways in regards to that. So that's the Nirvana thing. And I also want to mention uh, another piece of music. And I want to make sure... I am getting this particular title correct as well. Um, It is a Goldfinger song. I don't know if you're familiar with the band. I'm not sure if they are still making music or not. I haven't heard music from them in a long time. Uh, They weren't exactly my genre that I was very into, uh, anyways, but a lot of my friends were, so I got to hear music secondhand uh, when they were playing at friends' house houses. Um, pardon me, just typing this into the Google. Let's try playing this. Make sure I'm, I'm have the right song here. Oh yeah, this is definitely the song. One, two, three, four. Okay, I can't play the entire song because I'm sure I'll get some kind of weird random copyright takedown. But uh, that is Goldfinger's Counting the Days. And I want you guys to listen to that out uh, that, that particular song um, and try to think of it as a metaphor for smoking. And it's it's kind of interesting 
Um, I have used it to apply it to quitting smoking. And at this point, I want to challenge you to stop counting the days. Um, or at the very most, stop counting the days when you get to 60 days. You don't need to be counting past two months. Because all that's going to do is create a daily reminder of the smoking. You're never really going to forget it if you're always focusing on how long it's been since you had your last cigarette. That's the equivalent of focusing on how many hours, minutes, and days you've been without an X. It, it's crazy. And you'll never leave time to heal and get over that X if you do that. And um, the same kind of thing with with smoking, if you're constantly concentrating on how long it's been since you've had a cigarette, you're going to develop a, an obsession around that. And it'll just make falling back into smoking all that much sweeter for you. So I, I highly recommend that you take the advice of the song and stop counting the days. Um, the other thing I wanted to impart on you is to try quitting something else. I'm going to try that. I'm actually going to try quitting something several times throughout the year. Uh, not the same thing. I mean, quitting different things uh, at different periods. So in February, I'm going to start prepping myself to start eating more vegetable-based food. And I think in March, I'm going to attempt to go complete meat-free for the entire month. Uh, I do know that at some point in the year, I want to cut out soda entirely for a month and hopefully keep that one going the meat one and being a vegetarian for the month I'm not too sure how long I'm going to keep that going uh, but I definitely want to cut back and I think a good way to do that is just completely have to force myself to find uh, vegetarian dishes and hopefully I'll find some at, at restaurants too so maybe when I go out to eat I don't always get something that has meat in it uh, so I, I challenge you guys to do similar things because if you made it this far, you really can tackle any kind of addiction you may have. Uh, the other thing I want to impart on you guys is to revisit this if you have to. If it comes a point where you relapse and um, you fall heavily in it and you're struggling with quitting, start the process over. Keep quitting until you eventually are successful at quitting. You have to build up a want for it. Uh, it's not one of those things where you can keep attempting over and over and then it'll just click for you. No, you really, really gotta eventually make a choice. But the more practice you get at quitting and the more you get to see that, okay, some of these feelings only last so long as far as cravings are concerned, the more confidence you'll have and quitting and it won't seem like such a daunting task and that leads me to my other piece of advice is if you can't if you can at least quit for a year at least one time in your life quitting can become so much easier quitting completely can become so much easier because you'll have seen what's beyond that panic that oh I don't have this and what am I going to do and Oh, I'm going to have to deal with this stress. You also learn how to cope with stress without it. I faced many, many stressful... I quit during the year Trump was elected. <laughs> okay? And that, for me, um, 
I, I was on the the side of things where that freaked me out. Uh, a corporate person um, that that usually the government keeps corporations in check and makes sure they don't go crazy. And now a corporate businessman is in power. Uh, some people thought that would be a really good idea and it would help us out of debt. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Corporations are are can they don't really exist in America without debt. They all have what are called bonds, um, which is essentially loans and debt where people own that. Uh, So having a corporate person come in and try to fix that particular problem was a little insane to me. Um, And to top it off, all the extra things that came along with that. So I I was able to handle that uh, and all the craziness entailed. So you learn after a year of of not having a life that, that stress can be dealt with uh, without having to turn to um, to nicotine or our vices or whatever we, we use to cope. Uh, you also get to see what's beyond the want and the desire. You'll get to a point, and for me it was around month two or three, but you will get to a point where you'll see people smoking and it doesn't bug you. Like, you don't even, in the slightest bit, wish you had a cigarette. Like, you're indifferent. You become completely indifferent to it and okay without it. Uh, You also get to see that you can conquer your mind when you're willing to. Uh, This is really... uh, you're, You're fighting against your mind by quitting smoking your mind is nicotine turns your mind against the body and I mean it's it's in the most obvious way that it it constantly tells your body that you need to have this and your your mind will give you every excuse you need to have to continue it and it's very, very challenging to outsmart yourself. <laughs> and that's where all the preparation and lead up is super important. You have to strategize and prepare to go to war with your mind. And that part of your mind doesn't really kick in until it doesn't have the nicotine. It's almost like it's dormant, it's complacent, it's hibernating. It, that monster is just sitting there... Um, waiting to come out, you know, and it doesn't even anticipate your attack on it, and if that gives you all the time to plot and plan, and it wouldn't know any different, and then when time comes to actually quit, it's going to be coming for you, and you got to be prepared to to handle that, and uh, those, those are the things I wish for all of you. I really hope that even if you pass the day, but you remember um, there was a particular subject that you definitely wanted to add to, feel free to call in and add to it. This is going to be an interactive podcast, so it will grow over time, and the community will help make it a really great experience, where when future listeners, our kids, Uh, If they ever, uh, uh, hopefully they don't, but if they ever become smokers and they listen to this, they'll have 
hear, heard a collection of people talking about these particular subjects and going through the same process with them, so they really didn't feel like they were alone. Um, right now, it's just me and the initial people that are listening to this. And someday, I hope it's a huge community of people that are all holding each other's hand through the process. I appreciate you guys' time and patience and enduring that I'm not always the most interesting person, not always the most well-spoken, and sometimes I stutter and confuse my words and mix them up. I've definitely felt flushed or brained this time around with no nicotine. Um, But I've enjoyed doing this, and I hope that it makes some kind of impact or difference in the world. Maybe it makes somebody's journey out there a little bit easier. And if anything, it, it really gave me a reward at the end of the day, it gave me something to look forward to at the end of the day, um, and helped me not fall back into smoking. Uh, should Be sure to check out the rest of our stuff on Quit Rich, and uh, I hope, hope everybody's able to finally quit and conquer their addiction. Thank you very much. And good luck to you.